0: Hey, everybody. It's the Rewind for the month of September 2022. I'm Paul. That's Nathan. Yes, I am. Uh, listen, Nathan, as you know, we're a Commonwealth country, and I think it would, uh, it would be awfully poor of us as members of the Commonwealth not to acknowledge the death of our Queen Elizabeth last month. Here, here. And I was thinking, if it's all right with you, what better way to honor her life than with a moment of silence how do you feel about that i'm behind you all the way so now nathan audience if you don't mind let's take a moment to reflect and remember our queen maybe not your queen but our queen for some reason our dearly departed queen queen elizabeth the may she rest in peace Shh. Oh, can we, can we talk yet? No. We're doing a moment of silence. I know, but I want to talk. Okay. No, no. It's a moment of silence. Just let it pass. I don't want to talk, though. No, Nathan. We're honoring the dead. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, fine. Shut up. And I don't want to talk anymore then. Shut it. Okay, I think, that was, uh, I think that was sufficient. No one's going to listen to that. Who knows what they'll do or what they won't do. I just feel like it's the least we could do, Nathan. I think it's the least we could do for her. I don't know why she uh, was the sovereign leader or something. Head of state. Or the head of state of our country. I don't know, but she is. And uh, now she's no longer. And now we have a king, Charles III.
1: Do they have to take their own name? Or can they just like pick any name in the uh, royalty book or something, wherever they find their names? In the yellow pages
0: of royalty names? I don't know. Yes, they can choose whatever name they want. Uh, From my understanding, Charles decided just to be Charles. I think given everything he's gone through, to change his name now would be awfully bad branding for him. And everyone would still call him Charles, regardless.
1: Sounds kind of boring.
0: Yeah, he could have been anything. He could have been like uh, King Kong, you know, but he opted just to stay with Charles. All right, Nathan, we can, uh, you know, we can just sit around here all day crying over the queen. We could. But we have important things to do, namely news. Yes, we do. Ooh, ooh, ooh ah, ah, uh, Nathan, tell me what is happening in the world. All right. We're going to get a little frisky right now. It's going to be a frisky show. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa, do I need to um, hire a lawyer? Uh, No. Just so you know, I do not give you consent to get frisky. With no. Me. FYI.
1: Well, I'm not going to get frisky. And I don't think you were going to get frisky, but this guy got frisky.
0: Okay. What did, what did this guy
1: do? Tell me. Well, from the HuffingtonPost.com, they report that a man who is allegedly high on meth <laughs> reportedly fought off more than a Dozen police officers while publicly masturbating.
0: <laughs> okay, I don't have a sound effect for the other thing. Okay, thank heavens. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Andrew Frey, 37. He was a young guy. 37 is not young. So that's that's. Wh- I mean, I'm what
1: 39, and that's already too much energy for me. Yeah. Apparently, made, made a series of outbursts and then began masturbating in an Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Whatever. You should know after all these years, Oregon. Oregon restaurant. Oregon. So the, the Oregonian reports, I guess that's a uh, newspaper. Who knows? Incredibly, incredibly, Paul. Police were reportedly unable to subdue Frey with a taser. <laughs> it took 15 officers to finally take him into custody and stop him pleasuring himself. Oh man! There's only a pleasuring himself sound bite we could use right now. Frey later reportedly told authorities that he took methamphetamine, methamphetamine, metanthe- metanthe- meth, and couldn't remember the obscene in- incident. I'm losing my mind here. According to I can Marian turn it Cannon, off if it's throwing you off, but I no. I kind of find
0: it funny. I, I want to see if you can survive the juggernaut. That is it's the sound effect. Part, it's a part of
1: the allure of the show. Uh, Frey was trained <laughs> to a afraid local Local I've been booked to the county jail on charges of public indecency, theft of services, and resisting arrest. Wow, very good. Nathan, you know what? Very good. Look at you. So much distraction there, you know? Yeah. Can't can't live sometimes.
0: As we learned with Hurricane Ian, sometimes a reporter is sent out into a hurricane and they're going to get all sorts of leaves and stop signs and whatever <laughs> blown into their face. And they got to keep reporting that news, right? And that's what you just had to endure right now. So a fist, uh, what, what is a hurricane of yeah. fisticuffs? That's what I deal with. It's like the same thing. Basically what you just went through is no different than what many of the CNN reporters had to go through, uh, last week when
1: they were reporting on Ian. I, I think I had it a little easier there. No, 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 no. Same thing. It wasn't deadly. I wasn't in the line of fire. No,
0: it's the same thing. Believe me. Same thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word on it.
0: So, uh, cops, uh, were called in to stop someone that was high on meth. He was also masturbating. They got him eventually.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know who they didn't catch? Nope. This guy. Standard.co.uknews.com of the world or whatever. Uh, Reports that a teenage chess grandmaster has been forced to deny using a sex toy to help him claim his crown in one of the biggest scandals to hit the game in
0: years. (laughs) Boy, you'd think the chess robot would be the biggest scandal in years.
1: You'd think, right? Yeah, you would. Hans Niemann was sensationally accused online of using anal beads connected to a computer program. (laughs) rate given the perfect ai moves to defeat world number one grandmaster magnus Carlsen. now in my defense i had not read through the story and i didn't know what sex toy was being used up until this point nor did i know that it was connected to an ai
0: well i may i point out that there there was no strip search conducted of mr newman or whatever oh they don't know how he beat this is
1: Well, you read. I'm not going to do your job for you. I'm just here to make the jokes. Let me keep reading here. Yes. They want me to strip fully naked. I will do it. Neiman said, I don't care because I know I am clean. You know what isn't clean, Paul? No. Those anal (laughs) beads. We don't want, we we haven't seen them. We don't know if they exist. You want me to play in a closed box with zero electronic transmission? I don't care. I'm here to win and that is my goal regardless. I mean, uh, I think this has to happen. Yeah. Finally,
0: the world is talking about this game. I mean, it's as old as time, I think. No one ever cares about it. I mean, it's literally prepackaged with every Macintosh computer, and yet nobody plays it. And yet now, finally, because of this kid beating this grandmaster and these wild accusations of sex toys being used to communicate moves, which who even knows how that works? This is finally, chess is finally fascinating. Yeah. This sort of scandal should hit all the other boring sports like soccer and tennis and uh, badminton. And uh, what's the one with the, the, the they have the balls and the, the croquet mallets? Croquet? Yeah. Yeah. I think croquet. It also needs an anal
1: scandal like this. It's crazy. Well, allegedly crazy. Well, from the HuffPost.com, defective sex toys are being recycled into fashionable shoes. <laughs> You see my segue with these stories? It's very good. We're all very impressed with, with
0: your work this month. I know. Figured you would be. I hope everyone out there is.
1: Yeah. A little streetwear label has partnered with a giant in the adult toy industry to create a shoe derived in part from unused defective amusements come off the manufacturing line as misfits. Looking like uh, a lot like Merrill's popular Hydro Mock or Yeezy's foam runners, plastic sole it's about 15% sex toy. The rest is non-bleach EVA, a petroleum-based foam that's difficult to recycle.
0: I just want to point out that since you said the words Huffington Post, I have not understood a single thing uh, you've said. And I actually think there was a Kanye West reference in there, maybe. There might have been. Yeah, that's how old I am. I don't know what a Yeezy... Yeezy's... Fo-
1: Who's Yeezy? I don't know who Yeezy is. A Yeezy,
0: I think it's Kanye West, but I don't know is what it? the other thing is. Yeah.
1: Well, some rapper, I guess. No, what was Yeezy Foam... What was it, Yeezy? Yeezy's Foam Runners. What is... Yeah, what is that? Is that like a new crock? I don't know. The shoe is a brainchild of David Tittlebomb or Tittlebum. Tittlebum. Founder of Rose in Good Faith and Chad Braverman, chief operating officer for Doc Johnson. The adult toy company his father founded in 1976. More than two years in the making, Plastic Soul has yet to create the buzz of a Yeezy, yeah, there it is again, or the kicks of other titans in sneaker culture, and doesn't particularly live up to its own marketing hype as a major sustainable option. The two Los Angeles businessmen are proud nonetheless.
0: Listen, you want to take sex toys and apply them to shoes in a way that's going to get people excited. You remember pumps? Yeah. Yeah. So you take the pumps from the '90s, and when you pump them up, you know, a little dildo inflates at the front of your shoe. Sure, because you'll recall in the '90s, you, you pumped that shoe, nothing happened. But now you take these recycled sex toys, you take the pump, you got yourself a good time, and you're
1: walking to it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, pumps. Yeah: Well from the Daily UK, The royal beekeeper, in an arcane tradition thought to date back centuries, has informed the hives kept on the grounds of Buckingham Palace and Clarence House of the Queen's death. And the bees have also been told, in hushed tones, very hushed tones, that their new master is now King Charles III. The official palace beekeeper, John Chappell, 79, told Mail Online how he traveled to Buckingham Palace and Clarence House on Friday, following news of the Queen's death to carry out the superstitious ritual. He placed black ribbons tied into bows on the hives. Home... The tens of thousands of bees, before informing them that their mistress had died and that a new master would be in charge from now on. He then urged the bees to be good to their new master, himself once famed for talking to plants. The strange ritual is underpinned by an old superstition that not to tell them of a change of owner would lead to the bees not producing honey, leaving the hive, or even dying. What a load of
0: crock. Uh, Well, I mean, listen, Just like Canada still has a queen, the bees still need to be informed of the changing of the guard, I guess. i thing I can't
1: believe that humans do these things sometimes.
0: I just love that there's a person whose sole duty is to like, do this. Yeah. And then they have to put on pants, and they have to put on shirt, and they have to put on a beekeeping outfit, and they have to go out, and they have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably someone behind them being like, you better take this seriously. <laughs> God forbid we don't get honey next year. I wonder how often he questions his job daily. I just think he was like, I hope, I hope this bitch never dies so I never <laughs> have to do this ceremony. <laughs> you know, it's like she's hit 99 and he's just like, oh my God, I just know I'm going to have to fucking tell these bees. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Charles is going to like 20 years. So if this guy lives yeah. just as long, you know, like 20 years, he's got to go back and be like, all right. <laughs> You got a new fucking owner now, you dumbass bees.
1: (laughs) Again. Okay, moving on. Well, from Metro.co.uk, police still have nothing to go on. Three years after a $4 million toilet was stolen in an audacious robbery from Blenheim Palace, detectives are still trying to catch the crooks who stole the lavatory from an arts exhibition of the mansion in Oxfordshire. Cops have admitted that despite making several arrests in connection with the theft, no one has been charged. It is also understood cops have nothing to go on in the way of new leads. It comes as officers from Thames Valley Police have renewed their appeal for anyone with information about the daring theft in 2019 to contact them. The lavish lavatory created by artist Maurizio Catalan was on display as part of an exhibition called America. It was in Churchill's birthplace.
0: I just like that you called it Thames. Thames.
1: T-H-A-M-E-S. Thames. It's pronounced Thames, but okay. It's, there's a T there. It's Hames. Thames. Uh-huh. Okay. Very good. Anyways, move on. <laughs> why do you, you tell me how to pronounce things sometimes? It's better for everyone if I don't. <laughs> it's a very beautiful toilet, by the way. But it's cold to sit on. Yeah, you know, I think gold does... It does take in the coal a lot more in porcelain. All right <laughs> I don't want
0: to spend too much time on this toilet. I'm saying it's getting more of a conductive material. All right, I understand. Thank you. Iposed.com. <laughs> Jesus, did you even go a- I Did you even go anywhere else Sometimes I just sit there
1: and I'm like,, oh, that's good. oh wow, this is good too. And I'm like, hey, I gotta grab this one too. It's just hard to move around sometimes. Okay, fair. i I will admit I will admit this live on air. Well, we're not live, but I will admit this on air that I do some of my news article searching while on the can. Oh, with that, no one is surprised. <laughs> what? It should be surprising. Like, how am I being told this story after he grabbed it from being on the pooper?
0: I would imagine that the euphoria one feels when they're pooping is the same reason that you're like, oh, yeah, this is a good story. Like, oh, this is a good story. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great. Another
1: one. Okay. This is how do we get here? This is disgusting. Just keep telling the story. <laughs> A suspected car thief in Manchester, England, apparently found the idea of being arrested unbearable, so he reportedly attempted to hide inside a five-foot teddy bear. Spoiler alert, Joshua Dobson's attempt at being a master of disguise didn't work. Now he'll have to see if he can bear time behind bars. See all those puns I was dropping? But not you, the the writer of the article. No. Wrote all the puns. You're just reading them. I'm saying them
0: out loud. It's my puns. I'm sorry if you're very embarrassed, (laughs) Uh, I got
1: nothing in my sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> come on. I'll, you know what? I'll, here, I'll give you a second to think of one. All you have to do is just take bear <laughs> okay. and just work it into a sentence. Okay. You have the time that it takes for the Jeopardy theme to play, to come up with one pun. I l- like to put
1: berries on my cereal. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. It's got to be bear. I'm barely great at reading things. Sometimes I barely do it. Sometimes I barely take this crap. Mm. <laughs> Don't ask me to do things that require brain power. All right. Uh, <laughs> there boy. we go. I could have just said that. Very disappointed to myself. All right. The 18-year-old has been wanted by Greater Manchester Police since May, when he allegedly stole a car and didn't pay to fuel it up. Well, there's your problem right there. According to the BBC, he's <laughs> it's, it's been hiding in the bear this whole time. Thompson managed to elude capture until July when police were searching a house in Rochdale and noticed what a force spokesman described as a large bear breathing. Oh
0: my God, how long has he been on the run for that?
1: (laughs) Thompson was taken custody and charged with the alleged crimes. He was sentenced to nine months in a young offenders institution last week. I guess if you're 18, you haven't grown into your height. So I guess you're around five feet. Maybe it's a tiny guy. And you could fit into these giant bears. I just don't know where you even find a bear that big. Well, there's pictures. I know you can't see them, but there's a picture of the bear, uh, this plush bear upside down. It's a giant gaping hole in his ass. And that's, I guess, where this dude jumped into this bear. I guess you could say he's not smarter than the average bear. That's a good one. See, it's not that hard. Wow. Okay. This is important for you and I. Because we're Canadian and this is now available to us. King Charles III? No. Oh. No, that's whatever. It's not as big as this. Oh, wow. Okay. I wonder actually, would you go along with this in your later years? I know me, maybe I would, but it would have, I would have to have some caveats as to what uh, you would do with me. Okay. Let's hear it. From newswire.ca, the world's first large scale teramation facility is delighted to announce that their service is now available to residents of Canada. The company's proprietary terramation service gently transforms human remains into soil, ensuring that our last act on earth is to enrich and improve it. Modern burial and cremation methods are environmentally unsustainable, and Return Home's terramation process provides a much-needed earth-friendly alternative. CEO McCaw, McKay, whatever, Truman, dumb name, said Return Home is incredibly excited to be the first company offering terramation services to Canadian residents. Look forward to opening a facility in Canada just as soon as legislation proving terramation is approved. And in the meantime, i delighted that we can now offer our services to Canadian residents. Wait, wait, wait.
0: How are they offering services if the legislation hasn't even been approved yet and there's no facility that's been
1: built? I guess that is the- uh, So what are you
0: going to do? You're going to show up to some guy's house and he's just going to grind you up and be like, all right, in like a couple of years, we can put this guy in the ground. But right now, it's an illegal human that's stuffed into this sack of soil.
1: but here. Good news. The Return Home team is available by phone 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can ask those questions yourself if
0: you like. You know, if this was the old show and we had the old phone line, I would have called that up right now and asked.
1: Do you want to be buried, cremated, or do you want this to happen to you when you die?
0: All right, last.
1: uh, Nathan, I don't want to answer your question about this. It's morbid. Maybe I should be made into like a candle or something and people can light me on fire.
0: I'll tell you, I feel like we have too many people on this planet, uh, sort of regardless of whether we're composting them or not. I I feel like the answer is shooting people into space. I think (laughs) this is the next venture that someone should put a whole bunch of money into. Like, if you offer to shoot me into space when I'm dead, yeah, okay, I could get behind that. That sounds pretty fun.
1: I mean, I'm not for trashing space with more junk, but, eh. Let's be honest. Trashing space shouldn't even be something we're, 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 we're like, worried about. Space is almost infinite.
0: Well, you're saying that now until uh, there's entire trash nebulas they're developing because we're shooting all our uh, non-recyclable coffee cups
1: into the void there. yeah, You know how big space is, though? You're not even making a dent. You won't even see it. It's, a grain of, it's smaller than a grain of sand. On a beach, if anything. You know, you say that now and then
0: in a couple of millennia, a couple of, uh millennia, I was going to say millennia. millennia. It's gonna make up a, It's
1: going to make up a new number. I'm no, rubbing off on you there.
0: Uh, you know, a couple of uh, <laughs> millennia from now, uh, just huge trash galaxies crashing into normal galaxies and, and wreaking all sorts of havoc. If that's, if you can have that on your conscience, that's fine. I'll, uh, I'll allow it. I'll be dead. I'm not going to care. Sure, you'll be dead, but there's going to be some future generation of Nathan out there uh, cursing uh, the past Nathan <laughs> for uh, filling the galaxy full of uh, Dunkin' Donuts containers. <laughs> That'd be funny. All right, Nathan, last story, please.
1: Okay. From, I'm uh, going to mess this up. I have one, it's, I have 50 50 chance to get this right or wrong. I don't think to understand things. <laughs>
0: Reuters. Whoa! Wait! 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 Hold on. Is someone recording this? What did I say? Say that. Say it again. Re- Reuters. Fifteen
1: years. <laughs> yes. And you finally got it. Congrats, buddy. Okay. At least I'm on the right track. <laughs> hover bike. The Japanese man. You know anything made by the Japanese? Let me just say, is like high quality. Like I would buy anything Japan. I would buy a house from Japan. I would buy dirt from Japan. Anything is like the best in the world so you know that this story is going to be awesome (laughs) i just like that you're buying dirt from japan i don't know (laughs) probably grow things better than anywhere else on the planet who knows a hover bike that the japanese manufacturers plan to launch in the united states next year made its u.s debut at the detroit auto show on thursday drawing perhaps inevitable comparisons to the speeder bikes of star wars yes this is a hover bike paul i know you always were. Looking to make sure this thing would be real someday. Nope. That is not a thing I ever cared about. But hey, the Xterismo hover bike is made by Japanese startup Airwinds Technologies and can fly for about 40 minutes, reaching speeds of up to 62 miles per hour or 100 kilometers per hour if you're in Canada or other non crazy countries that do their speed the right way. I feel like I'm literally 15 years old and I just got out of Star Wars and jumped on their bike, said. Fad shots. Well, a fad shot says it's good. Then I'm excited. <laughs> Co-chair of the auto show taking a test drive. I mean, it's awesome. Of course, you have a little apprehension, but I was just so amped. I literally had goosebumps and felt like a little kid. The hover bike is already on sale in Japan. See, they get the stuffy for us. As Shunhai Komatsu, founder and CEO of Airwinds, said plans were underway to sell a smaller version in the United States in 2023. Wow. She's seven hundred and seventy-seven thousand dollars. Okay, I can't buy that.
0: So, how high does it float off the ground, though? Or, how, sorry, how high does it hover? From the picture, I'm gonna guesstimate
1: that maybe it's. Hold on, let me see the picture again.
0: Yeah, good. I want a, I want a good Nathan guesstimation,
1: please. Guesstimation. It might be. I don't know. Four feet, six feet off the ground.
0: Oh, okay. That's that's significant.
1: That's Star Wars hover bike like.
0: You know, I mean, bikes are already inherently dangerous, and so like now this feels like it's this is even worse. I want to ride a bike someday. And then the next thing you know, we'll be grounding you up and putting you into the dirt or shooting you off into space. Got it. All right. And then I'm going to have to inform your bees that you've died. So just like consider what you're doing here before. (laughs) I don't have bees. I have cats. Have to inform your fucking cats that you're dead. All right. Nathan, we've laughed. We've cried uh, for the queen mostly. Yeah. But also maybe for some other stuff. That was too long, by the way. Maybe maybe it was a miscalculation on my part. A little bit. Eh, it's fine. I'm sure everyone was fine with it, and they just listened and waited. Thank you. Thank you, audience. Thank you, everyone. Uh, who was involved with this? I don't know who you are, so I'm not going to name you. HuffPost was. Yeah, HuffPost, thank you for all your for your own news stories. Nathan couldn't have done it without you, uh, literally. Uh, thank you.
1: <laughs> all right. You know, I appreciate that. That's it's a sentiment I rarely get from people on my life
0: if you like this episode tell a friend you can find us on apple podcasts amazon podcasts we are now on google play or google podcasts again are we Stitcher. really yeah we're on there again um follow us on twitter at I love the rewind or I don't or don't i really don't care uh <laughs> truly i mean do it but like you know it's just wacky updates or something i don't know do it but not care about it we really could care less um i think that's it I think that's it right i don't think there's any other yeah. i don't have a website anymore maybe one day i'll reinvest in the rewind.horse but right now i just don't feel like doing that
1: i gotta give a, sh- a shout out to the japanese for making that bike
0: okay just saying it's cool wow okay yeah. well you've heard it
1: japan nathan is giving you a shout out shout out so, there you go because you're awesome and i love you all right i you know what half that love is just because i love sushi it's amazing okay
0: well we've learned something today i don't know what it is and i'm gonna try to scrub it from memory you know
1: what I love? The Philly, what is it called? Philadelphia cream cheese roll. It's like avocado, uh, salmon, and what's the third thing? Cream cheese, cream, those three things. And it's like raw, oh, so good. Uh, unagi, I don't know if that means egg or, or fish egg. No, I don't know, unagi, it's just really good. It's creamy, it's buttery, it's rolled up in a little rice paper uh rice thing it's it's delicious i love it uh also sashimi is sashimi man sashimi to the cows come home uh tuna sashimi salmon sashimi um did i say tuna i like also eel barbecue eel there we go that's some good stuff dragon rolls are awesome love dragon rolls alaskan rolls don't always know what's in these things gotta read the menu Sometimes different sushi places have different things. That's some really good stuff. I love chopsticks. Chopsticks are great. I use chopsticks. Yeah. Wasabi. I don't think I'm doing it right. You throw wasabi into a tiny little, little ceramic little bowls they give you. Put a little soy sauce. Low sodium soy sauce, by the way, too. It's better for you. You throw a bit of wasabi into that little thing and you just like, I stab it to death. So it like, all the little particulars just kind of like absorb into the sushi. It's very good. It hurts, hurts my tongue every time I have it, but it's great. Love it. Mm -hmm. Green salad. Another good thing. Oh, miso soup. I always have miso soup and green salad. Oh, and and in the end, in the end, green tea ice cream. The best. Yeah. Love sushi. It's delicious.
0: Do you like sushi? I like sushi. Does anyone love sushi out there? Because I do. It's delicious.